last. Rest, motherfucker. We're gonna do a song that you never heard before, before, before. Let's have a debate. Let's have a debate. We can do it anywhere you want. Where you want. Uh, great American hip hop debate. Introduce the real VSOP on Twitter. Let's stop I am Burns. As always, chin up, chest out, carry yourself with honor, carry yourself with pride. episode of the great american hip-hop podcast debate no the great american hip-hop debate podcast in 2020 so cheers to that Mm -hmm. um before i get into shout outs and all that shit i got vsop happy new year full of energy 2020 i'm ready to pop baby well keep that energy down uh mook on the check-in Yo, it's goody. <laughs> Another. <laughs> we need some energy, yo. Where's the sponsors, B? Shout out to the sponsors. Get me some Four Loco. Let's four go. Loco. Let's go. White and Owl. White Owl. And and White Owl. And, 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 yeah, club. and a lap dance from somebody else. Right there. Right there on uh, 61st and Hudson. Let's go. Let's get a pop. Uh, shout out to Brother F, Straight Fuego Studios. Yes. Building back in effect. Shout out to all the listeners, <clears throat> all the uh, fans, subscribers, Apple Podcast listeners, Spotify listeners, YouTube viewers, uh, people on Twitter. Shout out to y'all because Twitter is fun as fuck. People on Facebook. Shout out to y'all because it's mostly family and we love you. Yes, shout the out to the people on Instagram because yeah, shout out to y'all. Y'all fun too. Um. Before we start, I want to do like a quick silent prayer for 2020, for the world, for the people, families, loved ones, friends, enemies. Um, the year has started off a little weird, rough, odd, uh, sad. Aww. So um, silent prayers to everyone who's here, silent prayers to the ones we've lost. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, my brother. I, I want to say, uh, to add to that, man, I lost I lost one of my real close cousins on uh, New Year's Day. Uh, her name's Jihani, and uh, one of our road dogs, she helped raise all of us little pups, all the little cousins, and um, 
she was she was our older sister and uh, showed us everything, how to how to be good, how to be thugs, how to be in the streets, and um, you know we lost her. It was uh, a real tough blow, but you know um, we got together, the family got together, and um, you know we all we celebrated her life and um, got a little bit of closure there. But uh, appreciate it, my brother. It, it has started off kind of weird in 2020. No, no, definitely rest in peace, Jihani. Mm-hmm. She definitely had love uh, for all of us. She definitely showed us a lot of support and encouragement. So we'd like to dedicate this episode to. The memory, the life, um, the love that is still abundantly out there, um, and the energy that she put out lives on. So always remember that uh, death is not the end. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her. Rest in peace. Love. Um, All right, Pete. Current events. uh, I know you're going to come with some sad shit. I think last episode or the previous Two last episode was the circle. Uh, the circle of violence, circle of violence, where the yeah. news was violent. I feel like this episode is gonna be um, natural disasters. <laughs> yeah. So let's try something new. Let's try to balance um, positive and negative. Actually, let's try to let's try to tip the scales to positive. So for every negative news event you bring up and discuss. Um, let's try to counterbalance that or overpower that with a positive new event or just a positive perspective on the event that is not so up, up, uh, up and away. Okay, and also, I will absolutely try. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, don't let the tone of this opening monologue um, discourage you. Discourage anyone or bring your energies levels down. We're gonna no, turn, not at all. We're going to turn this energy up. It is 2020. It is yeah. the year of the entrepreneur. It is the year of self-love and uh, spreading love. So always Self-love. Hey, hey. Hey, can nobody love you like you love yourself? <laughs> Y'all never have, um, like, plans with a, with a, with a female, a shorty, let's mm, say. Mm. And, um, you know, uh, you got the devil in you. You got the horny in you, right? So yeah. you make plans with a chick. You might not really like her, whatever, whatever. Um, and then you you do a paha before she comes, right? And then it's a wrap for that shit. <laughs> that lust in your body. You so out before you go on the date. And then you gotta text her like, yo, 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 uh, my flower died. I can't make it. Yo, my, yeah. my fish my fish swimming crooked. I gotta reschedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that, but I've heard of. Uh, I took a mess of shit, and now my toilet is all stopped up. Don't come through. My my man acting like Ben Stiller. <laughs> And fucking something about marrying shit. That be the uh, that be the devil, right? So you gotta Word. you gotta get the devil out. You gotta get the lust out. Um, Word up. That's just uh, part of being a man. Yeah, and also that that only pertains to a certain certain breed of female. Cause if you know if it's a dope shorty, you're gonna let her come through regardless. Cause the paha just be like the warm up, so you could put in that work. But if it's a whack shorty that you're not really feeling, the paha lets the devil out, and then you no longer want her to come over because the lust demon is gone. Yeah, ladies, I want to know. Well, does that happen well, to y'all? That's my. You know I'm what? Sure it that's does. my sure theory. It definitely does. Go ahead. Yeah, that's I'm my theory on knowing if you like her or not. You know, if you like the chick or you're feeling her or not, because you know, uh, you're gonna do certain things to get in her pants. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how you feel about the chick, so. Once you rub one out, 
you get that out your system and then you know whether or not y'all vibing or flowing or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, so you use it as like a litmus test. Mm -hmm. Like if I exactly if I become a pajero and I still want her to come over, then she must be something special or dope, wow. right? Exactly. Ah, interesting theory. I never thought about it like that. Nah. Um, yeah, I don't know why I asked you that question. It was just ladies, a funny let topic. Us know what yeah, think. but ladies, I want to know the opposite. Do ladies make plans with dudes because they're horny and then, um, you know, they please themselves and they have orgasm and then do they not want the dude to come over anymore? I'll be honest though, I would think that that's kind of counterproductive because if, like you said, obviously you have the the lust monster in you and shit, the, the lust devil in you and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if you invite a chick over and then you rub one out, like I said, isn't that kind of counterproductive? Like you're basically, what are you even calling her for if you could just rub one out? Because you call her Before because you the lust the the lust demon is in your ear. But that bitch is taking too long, and the lust demon don't wait, kid. That nigga be, you know what I'm saying? I He's in a rush. That, I guess. Yeah, He's impatient. That, and you don't want to be home alone for the next 20 years rubbing one out by yourself. You know oh, what I'm saying? Super pajero. Um, shout you never out know. To, she might be the one. <laughs> shout out to actually a homeboy from uh, from back in the day from West New York. They used to call him Paha, one of Creed's boys. Shout out to Creed. Um, yeah. It's so real. I never Paja. even knew Paha's real name. I st if I seen him today, I would still have to call him Paha because I never even knew his real name. So shout Damn. out to that nigga. Fucked up. Um, That's a fucked up <laughs> like uh, a nickname. Yeah. Pajero so, ass nigga. Word. Damn. So that was this week's episode of Paha Talk. Let's get to. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Let's get to. Hey. <laughs> That's where that gotta go right there. Uh, right there. Yeah, all right, Mook, I'm hit me with a in. current event. You see, I tried to hit you with a positive, you know, light, Let's uh, go light segment. So go ahead and hit I, me. You know what? You're negative. absolutely right, though. What could be more positive than a fucking Paha? Because I'm pretty sure if everybody did a Paha, this fucking world would be way more peaceful. Self-love 2020. Self-love 2020. Yeah, yeah. You was right. You was right. I was, clowning you. I was clowning you at first, but yeah, you was right. You, was right. you didn't know the vibe where I was, was going right. with it, but that's, that's what I'm right. talking about. My bad. Oh, man. My bad. Oh, man. All right, so Shout out to everyone that got caught out there doing a Baja in their youth, matter of fact, too, yo. Word e up. Eating cookies, so to speak. Um, eating cookies, exactly. <laughs> Damn, who, that's, that's who the, never got lingo. caught doing a Baja? Like, I think... If a nigga tells me, yo, I never got caught doing a paha, I think that nigga's lying like a motherfucker. Either I think one everybody of, got caught. One of two things. Either you lying... You a fucking or you a fucking paha ninja and shit. <laughs> that ass, yo. <laughs> You could just yeah, rub one real, out anyway. Because I got caught, but man. I, I got caught. My mom done caught me. Wifey's done caught me. Damn. Yo, I I'm never got caught by wifey. Caught, uh, who else caught me? Hell yeah, wifey caught me like mid-bust and shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, ah, There's damn. no way of even, like, stopping that or, like, hiding that. Like, you just got to let that one go and shit. Uh, yeah, you make eye contact. Oh, damn, yo. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, that's your fault. Nah, nah. Oh, you thought she left the crib and she forgot her keys and it's shit? It's her fault I had to do a paha in the first place, man. She should have been oh, holding it down. Shit. True, 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 true. So, uh, uh, all right, man. Enough, nah, nah, nah. Enough we can't paha we debate can't. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going right, to be a branch off. That's for the paha podcast. That's going to be the great American paha yeah, debate. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be something different we do in the future. 
Not too bling, good. Bling, bling. <laughs> hey, yo. That's all you're going to hear. The whole fucking podcast. All right. Oh, all right. Current event number one. Come on, Mook. All right. So let's go, man. First and foremost, a uh, big shout out to Brother F, man. Um, last episode was my episode in the studio. Mm. And I just like to say, man, I was very impressed. A little intimidated being there. Um, now I see what y'all do every episode, you know, uh, on the weekly and, uh, and how it is to be actually be there and, and, you know, doing the podcast together in the lab. So I just like to say big shout out, uh, to brother after straight fuego, dope ass lab, dope ass lab. Um, um, I love it. What did you, it. what did you think was, uh, like a positive difference? in recording it here as opposed to the phone and what did you think was if any negative differences um positive it seemed more realistic um it seems like you're actually really doing something and contributing as opposed to just you know uh signing in on the phone and just doing something for a couple of hours you know to at, whether or not you know we're, we're contributing to the podcast or whatever it's it's not as as real as actually being there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um a negative I say I was just a little intimidated, but I guess once you know, once the um butterflies came out and once I was able to let loose, it was it was all good, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um I'm a little surprised by intimidated because you've been in front of microphones before. You've even you've even been on stage in front of crowds, but it is a different uh, field um, exactly. as opposed to music because music, you know, obviously you come in with your rhymes prepared or, you know, you're going to listen to a beat and write some rhymes where podcasting, there is uh, minimal preparation and a lot of it is more improvisation. Yeah, just off the cuff, I guess. Yeah. But no, it was exactly. definitely mad fun having you here. Word, um, word, I wish every episode was like that. I think word. it's... Uh, uh, more. What's the word, yo? When the energies align and there's like, more synergy. Synergy. There you go. That's synergy. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was vital to have been there. It was vital because you know, for future times that I'm up there, we'll, I'm making my business that we make it uh, so that we record the episode while I'm there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, it was a good night, as a matter of fact. We celebrated afterwards. We went to dinner, mm-hmm. all of us, the crew, yeah. and that was mad good too. Flicks and hung yeah, out. Savage. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to. It was uh, a good night. I'd like to do an episode on the phone. I think, yo, and see the difference. What you calling? Yeah. What? That might be crazy. <laughs> all right, this but, nigga's gonna start working from home now. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Lazy nigga. So. <laughs> <laughs> so all with current events let's go all with current events positive for 2020 first uh current events of 2020 so we're gonna go we're gonna go i guess positive negative or negative positive what would you prefer mm, start with the bad and let's end with the good. Start with the bad okay all right so uh one real real bad uh thing in the uh in current events right now in in the news and and all over the world has been the the publicized the publicly um uh, attack on Iran uh by the United States uh it was uh i guess a bombing that was uh ordered by president trump on Iranian soil and it killed one of their top leaders i i, I would not know his name 
unfortunately, but it's something that has been building and building in the news that it might even eventually, you know, God forbid, it, but it might take us to war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's uh, it's something that is just currently right now just on every channel and um, it's being hyped. Uh, what what do you guys think? And 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 wh- what do you what's your opinion on whether or not it'll escalate? Um, to not be confused, the attack was retaliation for mm-hmm. Iranian attacks on American yeah, soldiers, peoples, and embassies and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, oh man, war under such um. Circumstances, uh, pretenses, um, it feels inevitable. Um, definitely not anything that any of us want, mm-hmm. but um, with Trump at the head and Iran unafraid and not standing down, well, they pulled um, out of their nuclear deal and everything. So that means they said, fuck with Yeah, the yeah, they rose things. their red flag, which is a signal yeah. of war. Um, yeah. So. Like, they're going to go ahead and make nuclear weapons now. They said, and, fuck yeah, the they retaliated things. a few days after the the uh, the bombing had killed their leader when they sent some rockets, uh, 10 or more, <coughs> on a, or, or or two attacking an army base. Um, it's it, it's also uh, uh, it's rumored that they shot down a plane as well. Commercial oh, they did. They did. They took uh, they took responsibility for that. Yeah. Um, wow. Really? Yeah. They yeah. Did. They so, came out and said it was us. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to play play. You know. So it's oh. uh, it's scary times. And um, shout out to Iran and the Middle East because um, they've been at war forever. You know between. Palestine and Israel and Syria, um, there's just constant death and shooting. It, it, bombings are a norm to them, you know what I'm saying? So um, just shout out to them and peace and prayers to them. Peace to all the soldiers. Um, prayers to all the soldiers that got deployed um, yeah. over to Iran. You know, these are children, ma- mostly, mainly. Um, young kids, 18, 19, 20, you know, 25 and under. I know y'all might think y'all grown up and know the world and shit, but y'all kids. Yeah. Um, and they're being sent off to fight a war or a battle that they may or may not believe in. They probably, um, they definitely don't understand. I don't think any of them believe it enough to, to pay for their belief with their lives. Absolutely not. Um, it's a shame that the government finds them to be so dispensable and, and almost um, almost worthless um, to an Along extent. with our soldiers as well. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about soldiers. our soldiers. No, no, I'm yeah. talking about our soldiers. Oh, wow. Expend- yeah. okay. Okay. They're expendable. Um, you know, as, as, as a veteran, I know the Army targets low-income um neighborhoods and schools where students are not likely to be able to afford to pay for college or are not likely to have aspirations of attending college and they come in with um I'm not going to say rhetoric I'm not going to say lies but they come in with promises of things that you may not um have thought achievable you know traveling the world um 
free housing. Education, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, they give you yeah. a fucking, like, uh, uh, Camaro now and shit. Free what? education, um, benefits, you know, things that you may not otherwise ever achieve. Um, they offer you that, but in exchange, um, there's the possibility of risking your life and having to go to war. Um, yeah. yeah. So prayers to them, prayers to all the um, veterans, prayers to all the families of soldiers. Um, yeah, let's hope we don't go to war, you know? Um, but I could, I could think of a million things more that we could spend <clears throat> our money on instead of this costly war with Iran. Namely, uh, yeah. helping to fi- uh, helping to fix uh, Flint, Michigan. Instead of spending oh, yeah, how absolutely. many billions of dollars that we're going to spend on war, don't you think we could fix uh, the problem in Flint? Oh. I think it's yeah, the fixable. water crisis. You understand? Yeah. Like, how how about we fix that? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit we could fix. You there's know? there's something um, else also. I mean, there's man shit. You know, the shit. You did know. y'all see that, that right now? Um, I was just looking at this on Twitter right before we started recording. So Dubai is flooding. Um, this is Dubai. No right kidding. Now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um. And someone, what they put, uh, was the hour will not begin until the land of the Arabs once again becomes meadows and rivers. So this is. Um, wow. In between all these bombings and killings and war, um, and other current events that I'm sure you're gonna get to, um. It seems that we are in the last days biblically. Uh, prophetically, and just a lot of shit keeps happening that uh, is scary. So, to flip this on a positive, let's take this time. If if whatever happens, happens with all these things potentially happening, mm. now is the time once again. Boom, 2020. Self-love. Spread love. Love your family. <laughs> love your friends. Um, help thy enemy. You know what I'm saying? Help thy neighbor. Um, unite. Let's take this opportunity to bring... Um, to bring us together as opposed to continuing to divide us. You know what back, I'm saying? I don't mean to go back to the whole Trump shit, but the funny thing is you've seen that shit that he said in 2011 when uh, Obama was running for office for re-election. Yeah, that he was going to start a war with Iran. But He Trump's said that the only way he, that he would get elected, re-elected is if he starts a fake war with Iran, and that's the only way he's going to be able to get re-elected because he's, he's uh, weak, incompetent, and unable to negotiate with the Iranians. That's exactly what Trump is actually prophetic himself. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously, he got it right. The person he thought needed to do that didn't, and it turns out he does. So, uh, next topic: something positive. All right, something positive. Um, I listened recently. uh, It it, it didn't drop, I guess, till like the end, way end of the year. Then you know, you guys know, I had a lot of my plate. I was traveling. Uh, then we, you know, we had that loss, so I had to go back to New York to travel for the funeral. But um, afterward, I was able to finally sit down and listen to the 2019 wrap-up that um, the rapper Uncle Murder had kind of like taken over from from the previous. His previous owner was uh, rapper Matt Gill, and uh, you know, I guess it was 2018 that Matt Gill had come back and dropped his version again and it was kind of like they were beefing but now it looks like they're both going to continue to do it every year so they i heard the 2019 version and i was i was pretty impressed by both of them you know 
You know, obviously they go over what happened. Go ahead, go ahead. If you had to pick one, yeah, which one? Like if, uh, if only one of them could do it next year. Yeah, exactly. Which one did you? Would you? Would you I, I haven't heard either this year. I've heard them in the past. <clears throat> um, okay. So I can't give an opinion on the on the 2019 wrap up because mm-hmm. I haven't heard it. Mm. But if you okay, you okay. can. So tell me which one you think. So I'll give you my my pick and I'll give you the reason why. Um, I I'm going with uh, Uncle Murder for him to uh, do it and to keep it going. And but but I also do appreciate that Matt Field came back and is doing it because you only you don't have just one perspective. You know I like having different perspectives. Now I, I think we were in the studio last time when you mentioned, hey, if somebody else would do it, would it be dope? And I was like, oh, you know, it depends on who does it and why they do it and if it goes viral and this and that, you know. But um, I I, I prefer these two rappers to do it and to continue it going just because it was Matt Skill's brainchild and then it was Uncle Murder who kind of resurrected it and the reason that I go with Uncle Murder is because for some reason he always winds up getting a dope beat for it like very uh uh like jazzy sample and um and the beat winds up being really dope and even though he's very comical about how he does his um his version and um, it might not be as lyrical and he does get a little bit annoying mm-hmm. with his ad and, and his voice. I, I think that that's what you need for that particular type of track, like something comical to bring back memories of what happened throughout the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if I had as, a pick of the two, I would go with murder. Cause I do find them to be more entertaining. Um, I do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think what I said about someone else doing it, I think there's just an opportunity for somebody um, to come up, you know? So Being that if, uh, Mad if, Skills has been doing it so long? No, no. There's just, with Mad Skills doing it and um, now Uncle Murder, Murder doing it, mm. if another rapper were to do it, like, there's just an opportunity there that I don't think anybody's seeing or taking advantage of, you know? Um, putting that out to counter the other two um, if done properly, could launch I was something. Just, I was just gonna ask you, but what is it gonna take for you for it to top both of either murder or skill shit? Like, what is it gonna take? That's the that's what I think the problem is. I don't think nobody's well, figured that out. Well, it just has yet. to be you know a dope rapper putting together a dope track. Um, but that's what I think is the problem. Nobody has figured that out yet. <laughs> There's no answer. It just has to be something different. And has to be something that the masses gravitate uh, to, you know what I mean? And up to uh, par, you know? Exactly. But then again, yeah. that goes into what I had proposed earlier about topics and shit. Like, everybody biting, man. Everybody doing the same shit, though. You know yo, what I mean? pass that yeah. bug, yo. Yeah. It sounds like it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's biting. So, it's just um chance. I don't know. It's just a chance. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. You're absolutely right because... We've heard already two perspectives, and now, like, if a third person does it, it'd be like, oh, it's just somebody else doing it. But if it comes out doper than the both of them, they have the opportunity of seizing that lane. I get exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Exactly. But, but to me, there would be no point in just doing it one year and then kind of bowing out. And, oh, no, and no. You have to I, do it every year. You know? But Exactly. I think exactly. It's, it's to the point with skills, and I kind of feel like it's becoming to the point with um, Uncle Murder that, it's the only shit they do every year. 
Like for skills, you don't hear nothing from skills the whole year until the wrap up. And then after that, you don't hear from him again until the next year. Right. Yeah. That that's all basically he does now. Yeah. Now right. Murder Mook is a little more act. Uh, Murder Mook. Uh, Uncle Murder, excuse <laughs> me, is a little more active throughout the year. But, but even what his activity yeah. has been um, dwindling. Yeah. And if you're not really checking for him, I don't think you'd hear him. Um, so he's also becoming known only for the year end wrap up. Um, I so think he just signed question. with 50, though. I, I think he signed with 50. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. But Mark. he signed with 50 years ago. I got a question, though, real yeah. quick. Don't you think, though, it's obviously lucrative doing the wrap up? You think? I don't think. Or how lucrative? I, I, my, I should ask a different question. How lucrative do you think it is? Because if that's the I only thing that they're actually it known being for, crazy lucrative. Even I don't think it can be either. Yeah. I, I, I think it just keeps the buzz going. You know what I mean? Damn, for a whole year, then that's fucking pretty know. lucrative, if you ask me. I don't think anybody listens to that shit outside of a two or three week window in January. That's everybody or though. It comes out. That's what anything that comes out though, Burns. Like everybody, like every day. Yeah, but they don't out. follow it up. Oh, I, that, I get Another that. artist yeah. will have his two-week run, and then a, a month later he'll drop a new song and do it my again. My point is, though, my point is, though, they'll drop this in, what was it, January or the last week of December or whatever, you know what I mean? And then they won't do it again for another year, and then everybody will listen to it. Even whether they only listen to it for two weeks or not, it's 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 kind of like a staple. Like, you're, you're now checking for this yearly. It's like a yearly thing. I don't know. Man. I think you get tired of it. Yeah. I, I'm tired of it. So I think I so, too. To That's what, That was going to be my next point. I don't think... I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think murder has. I would pick skills because I don't think murder has. Um, I don't want to. I don't know how to say it without actually sounding like I'm trashing him. But I don't think he has the sustainability yeah. to do it as long as skills did. Because skills made the it dope every year. Skill, skills made it skills dope keep, every year. You know what what I, what I think is that um, skills, like I said, it was skills' brainchild, and he did it dope every year. But then. He stopped. He after a while he was like, "Yo, nobody's really checking for it. I don't want to just be known for this." Plus, Smash Skills has never really, really been a rapper that's been like kind of that you check for. He probably, you know, makes his most of his money by writing for other people. On the flip side, Uncle Murder, who is kind of like an underground rapper, came to notoriety by doing mixtapes and and you know uh, whatever Smack DVD or whatever he did. Uh, finally, got his break. He signed with Fifty. Uh, regardless of how long ago it was, um, he did that album that he dropped with Mano. You know, he does things here and there. He does tour, because I did hear him say that he actually did a tour, I think, with Janet Jackson. If I'm not mistaken, he was saying that 50 put him on. Yeah, yeah, he he was saying for shit. You got to double check. Um, That don't sound right at all. Yo, I I think he got it in the um, 2019 wrap-up. I think that's where I got it from. So everybody go listen to it. And y'all and y'all check I in. Heard that. I didn't let hear you that. Know about right. Yeah, he, he said something about. He, but then again, yeah, I'll be honest. Cool. Another thing. Another thing. Uh, let me ask you this, Mook. Uh, did you like how fucking long it was? Pause. <laughs> um, the, the wrap up scene. So, it again. He does kind of like a funny thing where it's comical. So you're really listening to it to be like, oh, okay, this happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. This did happen. You know regardless if it's lyrical or not. And I think the beat is dope. So I just kept listening to it through and through, you know, um, as opposed to Matt Gills, who might have had like a three or four minute track. And he's just like adding in 
punchlines, you know, quick, like, quick, fast, you know, just to build the track. You know, Uncle Murder don't, doesn't care about that. He's he's hitting you with funny shit, you know? Yeah, and the funny I, ad-libs I, and shit. Yeah, I, I, I gravitate more towards that because, you know, mm. we all kind of like hood niggas and it, it's more like a hood nigga feel to it than mm. a post of math skills, you know? I guess. Hmm. I wonder. Well, but I appreciate Matt's skills again. I appreciate him. He, he does have a dope flow, and uh, and still, the beat was okay. Nasty. You know, he's still nasty. Yeah, yeah, I think he's always guaranteed to deliver something um, lyrically dope. superior. Yeah. Um, and Uncle yeah. Murder is going to deliver the more comical, comical. version of that. Entertaining. Yeah. It's all about who you like, you know. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Again, also what uh, you're into at the moment, or what kind of mood you're in, or whatever. So, I guess. Exactly. I guess. I guess. I guess. Right. Okay. Uh, All right. So, 2019 wrap up. Uh, um. So, Uncle Murder won to you. My bad. To to me, yeah, I think right. he did. Right. Yeah. Right. I I like his version more because I like the beat too. It has a dope sample. Yeah, I gotta go back and listen to it. it has like a a, a dope um. I think it's a R and B song that they sample. It's fucking fire. They sampled uh. Uh, I might have to uh, go listen to it, but <laughs> <coughs> it's like a ten-minute song, so I don't know if I'll sit. Yeah, it's minutes. like nah, it's like eight minutes though. Yeah, it's like eight minutes, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. That yeah. like I saw that shit and I wasn't even gonna click on it, but then I was like, you know what? I, I want to listen to it, so I did listen to it. But I was like, a, a lot of shit happened in 2019 that you wouldn't even think. You know, another thing that I was gonna say that doesn't really sway my opinion, but it was kind of like you know, kind of like something that Matt Skills left out that was big for 2019, or I didn't hear him mention, was the death of Missy Hustle, you know, and, and, and uh, Uncle Murder took his time with even talking about it. You know, it was funny the way he did it. He's like, I wish Missy Hustle didn't die, and I wish 6 9 died. And it's funny, you know, I don't know. It's just a whole, you yeah. know, that whole snitch shit. Yeah. He brought it back. It was that funny the way like he did the, it. Uh... Yeah, and then he went in on K. Michelle because she was hoping, <laughs> like, she was praising uh, 6 9s return and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Uncle Murder yeah. angle to take. Echo, you know? Uncle Murder so, bars. Exactly. So I think that's another big thing because, you know, you can't do a wrap-up and not include something as big as that news. You know what I mean? Yeah, for the for the I'm, culture, I'm surprised. Uh, skills overlooked that. I don't know. I gotta go yeah, back. I, and I'm not to sure. It. I, I didn't hear it. I didn't. Hear I'll be it, honest. I only listen. I only listened to each of them once, and that was it. I ain't even gonna lie. So I, he probably did yeah, mention. Man. I just don't remember. Mm. We gotta go back and do the research and, and listen to it. Do the knowledge. I, I, still up, I still don't feel the interest to uh, <laughs> to uh, listen to them. Yeah. I do wonder though if throughout the year they're like taking notes, of course, they or, are. or making a list, or they could just fucking go on YouTube and just get a recap of everything. That shit will take you literally fucking thirty minutes. Yeah, I mean that's why I wonder what. Uh, well, they could have somebody coach. telling them like you know this yeah, happened. Yeah, this yeah. It's possible way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Plus, like yeah. I said, it's their job to write, nigga. So, like, you know, and you know, Mad Skills is a writer, and you know, even though Uncle Murder doesn't, like I said, he won't bar you to death, but he still writes. Yeah, and he and he does have his uh, creativity and his. That's what wit, I mean. Like, uh, they're writers. Bars, My point so is that they're writers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just. I would be uh, interested in knowing how they gather the data for their wrap up. Like, are they right. coming up with two or three bars in January off 
based off shit that happens. Right, 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 right. And just, just keep uh, adding to that, it as it goes along and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just out of uh, curiosity. That would, that would be an interesting take, though. <clears throat> yeah. An interesting it's a good question. Too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next. Next current next event. What you got? All right, next topic. Let's go. Um, this um, is real crazy, this particular current event. But um, nonetheless, um, it's got to be brought up. But um, have y'all been keeping up with these Australian wildfires and um, how bad it's been over there down in uh, Australia? Yeah. It's, um, how it's kind of like wiping out half of the continent, these wildfires. Yeah, that's just scary, bro. Um, the pictures that they show from like um, outer space, space yeah. that's showing the red and the damage. Um, parts of the continent. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That shit is, uh, that shit is scary, bro. That shit is Bible scary. Yeah, um, biblical. It is. It, it is. It is. We can it tie really that in with the same, um, with the natural disasters that are occurring in Puerto Rico. The Word. earthquakes. Um, yo, two thousand earthquakes since a fucking second. And that's a lot, yo. Yeah. To, uh, that's insane. Yeah. That's another thing. And, again, and, I, I don't mean to cut you off, Mo, but again, real quick, that's another thing we could be spending money on instead of going to war with Iran. How about we help fucking fix our own shit in Puerto Rico? Yeah, but I don't even yeah. know if we can fix it because uh, I don't know if they've stopped. They need better infrastructure, real talk. Yeah. yeah. You know um, what I'm saying? Because I'm sure they don't have the infrastructure they have here. No, for sure. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I don't want to hear that. It, it, it reminds me also of what was going on in Brazil a couple months back too, where the rainforest was being wiped out. Yeah, you know. But I'll tell and, you, the, you know what's funny about both of those is that they're both man-made. They're both started by by man. That's the worst part of both about both of these shits, that they were started by somebody. It's not like some some natural occurrence. The shit in Brazil is because a developer applied to develop in an area of the Amazon and they turned them down. So he hired the locals. The locals took the money because they're fucking poor. And he took, they took the money and set their own shit on fire. And that's how the really? shit started. And the same shit with Australia, I heard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That somebody wanted to build on, on, a, on a certain piece of land or whatever. They didn't let them. So, boom, they hired somebody. They fucking set the shit on fire. Which is kind of scary because of the damage that it does to the ecosystem. Again, because they're rich to... and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's insane, man. Like we the ones, you know, you gotta it. understand the type of damage that you do. Whether or not, I I mean, you feel like it directly affects you. Eventually, it'll affect everyone. You know, like you know, like have you ever heard that um, if bees are extinct, we're in trouble because they won't be able to pollinate the flowers. Yeah, exactly. They right, won't right. make honey and things. You know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. us, you know. You know, so if, if bees become extinct, it'll affect us in different ways. Yeah. Same thing I feel like with the Amazon, because uh, people were saying that the Amazon is like the lungs of the world, you know, because exactly. of all the trees, of the rainforest. Exactly. And Australia um, also has these animals that you don't see on any other continent, like kangaroos, koalas, so on and so forth. Nigga, you ever seen a um, flying fox? That shit looks yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It looks like Burns <laughs> right now, because Burns is wearing all black, right? It looks like burns, but with wings, <laughs> with black wings. My nigga, I swear to God, it's as big as you too. That's me at night. That's yo, some scary shit. Yo, that's some scary ass that's shit. Scary looking shit. Right now, burns is wearing all black. He looks like a fucking black fox. I am a black fox. Yeah, you're a fucking. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, for real. Real talk, though. That shit is fucked up, man. And like I said, the scariest part is that that shit is started by one of us and shit. Yeah, um, I mean, over some greed, I, over I, greed. I, I I thought it had something to do with uh, the whole um, global warming thing. Nah, I, I nah. didn't realize that this was man-made. It nah. was, you know, both both times. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, it's just terrible, will man. Affect uh, global warming. It will speed the process. Exactly. Um, so That's shout out to Australia and prayers and and Lord help them. Jeez. Word. God bless, shout out to man. Puerto Rico. Word. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Shout out to prayers as well. And blessings. Prayers to my folks. And uh, all right, now hit me with some positive news. Some some positive, man. Come all right, with, come with it, baby. So um, we were gonna talk about Puerto Rico as one of our other current events. I was gonna bring it up as being one of our other current events. At you know negative be it as it may but uh another positive um current event was uh a remix that i did to uh a poem that our homeboy and burns current uh host uh had uh previously on a book that he dropped what's the name of the book burns Uh, i know the name but i just want you to go ahead and introduce it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the book is All Flowers Die. All right. Flowers Die. And uh, the poem so, we're talking about is uh, I Hate You, Uncle Sam. That's a good fucking I Hate You, Uncle Sam, yeah. Um, based on uh, the uh, test and uh, kind of like uh, the fact that the United States took over the Puerto Rican soil to do like bombings and testing and things like that, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah it's about that? the entire American uh, invasion of Puerto Rico. Yeah, and, uh, did you know pretty Burns? much where they conquered, how they conquered and took control? Burns, uh, did you know also that the um, United States went in there and uh, Puerto Rican women were actually one of the very first test subjects for American eugenics? Do you know what American eugenics is? It's in the poem where they talk about uh, birth, uh, not yeah. birth control, population control, exactly. and. Uh, yeah, they were the first ones sterilizing women mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Un- unbeknownst to exactly, them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's in the yeah. home. Yeah. <clears throat> that's included. That shit is crazy, bro. Yeah. That's insane. That's, that's horrible. Yeah. I was just actually uh, hearing something uh, on social media about how they're doing it to the African Americans, and um, that population control thing is is real scary, man. It's scary, it's scary that they would do that to the people and 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 not care, you know. That's what makes it even worse. Like they don't give a damn. Like you know, they're not they uh, they they question mark the government. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, the government the, uh... Uh, or, or 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 smaller like um, uh, I guess groups like CIA or or whatever group smaller might be with, operating within the government. government. Yeah. Small, exactly smaller agencies uh, operating you know on their own but still at the i guess request of the of the government or or with the okay with the green light coming yeah. from the government yeah. yeah you know yeah the government and it's like the government wow the the, the the shot caller that's crazy man and um the reason that i i bring it up i i remixed it because 
Um, originally, um, Puerto Rico, uh, another reason that we're so adamant about praying for these folks is because not only did they just have an earthquake, they're still actually uh, just coming out of a big natural disaster that happened, I believe it was last year, right? Mm-hmm. When there was a hurricane that hit the island, that rocked the island, actually. Yeah, either last year or the year before. I think it was last year, and um, it was uh, it was real bad, man. Like I have friends that have family over there, and uh, one in particular, she showed me um, land that they have, and it was like you know the house came down and things that they had out there just like all over the place, yeah. uh, and then their crops their crops were like burnt. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, was it a fire? And she's like, no, nah, that's not. That's that's. It's burnt from like salt water that goes through like the wind. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're telling me that the hurricane picked up salt water and burned your people's crops? That's and that's exactly is. what happened. Like, you know, it's it's insane how, what these people were just had just dealt with, and then to be hit with an earthquake on top of it is like, wow. Like, yeah. you know, this 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 is outrageous. So. Um, I, I heard someone make the comment like, you know, Trump is just doing that to take over uh, Puerto Rico. You know, he wants to build a, go- a golf course or something in Puerto Rico. And I'm thinking about it like, dude, like you hear it all the time, the United States. And, and you know, there's people out there that uh, can control the weather and 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 they're able to, you know, uh, use natural disasters as, as uh, weapons. You know, they can weaponize it. And it's 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 far fetched. But it's very possible that that that's what's going on, you know. You know, it's very possible. You know, I don't know. Like, come so, on, man. Like, so much for good news. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The whole so, segment is fucking dragging me down like a motherfucker. Yeah, um, I'm sorry about that. So the good news. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you talk, and then I'll tell you. The no, good yeah, news no. About it. It's it's possible. Government weather control. Who the fuck knows? Y'all uh, never, y'all ever heard of the? I don't the, know uh, if they would. Or why they would target Puerto Rico, other than what you just said about Trump. But that's because uh, it's an easy target, bro. That's a heavy price for a low goal that could probably be achieved without that, if that's true. And if they're creating earthquakes, wow, that's uh, <laughs> that's insane. That's fucking crazy. The government is crazy. What more can you say? They'll go to any lengths to achieve whatever their goals are, regardless of uh, yeah. whatever obstacles Correct. or people attempt to stand in their way. Yeah, the know? casualties and shit, yeah. Um, so Correct. please, for Correct. the love of the Lord, hit me with some good news. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, come so on, baby. Come on, baby. Your, your poem, I know that you did a, like a, a, a version of it where you recorded the audio to it, and you also had some video added. Right. And it's real dope. Like I really, really liked it. I posted it originally on my page, and I and I was like, man, this is a dope. This is dope. It's it's uh you know it's uh revolutionary. Uh, you you've always had like a, a kind of like a revolutionary stance, you know, political stance, and um, that was very dope uh, uh, art that you put out. So I took it and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm going to repost this because I kind of like feel like this more than ever. And that's exactly what was my quote. I feel like this more than ever. Whether or not it's true, I feel like, yo, you know, they're fucking with my people over there. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, uh, it's so, applicable and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, I'm like, man, I'm going to I'm going to post it. And for some reason, I just kept hearing in the background like a beat to it. And I'm like, man. 
And it wound up like being that I was like, you know what? Let me put like an intro behind it. And I threw uh, Mike Tech, but he was on the set in the background. Frankie that Cutlass. intro, Frankie Cutlass, Duop, um, Fat Joe, uh, Method Man on the sample, dope ass, dope ass track. And I threw that in the background, and it kind of went perfect. In my opinion, you know, I yeah, don't know what no, you're talking about. I know, cool, I, know I checked in with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I liked you it. Got it off. Good shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so I got a lock, uh, a light, excuse me. I got it locked, but <laughs> I got a light <laughs> on it. <laughs> I got a light from it by uh, none other than, than Duop, than DJ Duop, who's on the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so no, I, I, thought, I, thought, I was like, oh. Yeah, I thought that shit was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it man. definitely did sound um, almost uh, on point. Synced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, almost synced. Very dope. Very dope. Yeah, good shit. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So that's like the that was um, good news. Yeah. To 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 let's let's try to flip this to some good news, or at least let me talk about myself so I can enjoy that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we found. Uh, that, uh, the the next uh, flute stroking <laughs> session brought to you by that would be considered like the lead <clears throat> single, the lead single off the book, because the book uh, to anyone who hasn't gotten it yet, and I do uh, promote that you go get it. Um, it's presented in almost mixtape form, where there's a side A and a side B. Um, so that video. And that song that you hear is uh, like the lead single. Now, the video that you see is technically incomplete because it's only footage from a documentary. Um, so what I need to splice in is actual footage of me performing, but I want to go perform it in the uh, Puerto Rican Poets Cafe or the New York Rican Poets Cafe in uh, in Manhattan. And then I want to cut that out. Oh, I know. I've been said I want to go do it, but I need to like re-memorize the poem and and get into get it to performance level mm-hmm. yeah i got you <clears throat> um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and that'll be dope and then yeah, i want to shoot more i want to shoot a video for like every poem in the book and uh be able to compile that at the end uh into like some sort of <clears throat> short form uh movie if they can all like kind of connect somehow yeah that'll be dope um so yeah, no. So thank you for doing that. Without, uh, you know, I didn't like ask you to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think the uh, the end product is dope. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed the end product. Um, yeah. So hopefully we'll do more. You know, yeah, I have the next sure. video. Yeah, uh, I have the next video um, treatment planned. Yeah. yeah. Got it ready. Um, yeah. So I just gotta like lay the audio and then build the video around that. But it's actually. Uh, it's actually a simple uh, plan. Um, uh, we'll talk about it later. Then. So that should be dope, yeah. Um, so uh, any I, other I, good, positive news? So before we that go, that uh, that was the most positive that like from Duop and and it, I just like that everyone uh, received it well. I like that you liked it as well because you know obviously is your is your poem. So you was mm. adamant about yay no look I'm all for it and I appreciate it. And uh, I also thank you for even putting it out to giving me the opportunity to do the little remix. We just got to get likes from Frankie Carlos now and from Fat Joe and them, but you know, that's coming. That's coming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, With with or without them. uh, Yeah, for sure. The message has been spread, which is good. Yeah. Uh, So again, prayers to Puerto Rico. For sure. uh, Prayers. 
the the rough times remember the rough times don't last and the sun always shines so uh, mm-hmm. puerto rico um gets keep a lot of sun and the sun will be back and my people will rise again keep your head on yeah any more current events <laughs> we, we, good, we good we good on current events today we good on that the natural disaster segment is over. Um, we're not going to cut to a commercial break this week because um, the sponsor run for that particular ad has come to an end. Um, Four local ain't paid a bill. Now, fuck Four local. So we're going to go right into topic. And today we wanted to discuss rappers over 40. Um, yeah. Also the the aging of hip-hop and um, like go ahead and i want to present y'all with the question of is hip-hop a young man's game mm-hmm. um oh and also like you said like um rappers over 40 right like their impact is it positive is it negative like is it is it good that they're still in the game or is it a bad thing um, certain certain I, artists, not all of them. I think before we can argue that, we have to acknowledge the fact that um, hip hop itself, the culture, is aging. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I don't think. Um, I don't think there. I, I think this is the first time that rappers over forty is a thing. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's reached that level at, at this point. Yeah, now that hip hop has reached this age. Rap is 40 years old. Hip hop is 40 years old. Right? Um, before now, um, let's go through a list real quick of four rappers over 40, right? Go ahead. Definitely Jay Z. Uh huh. He's 50. So look at that's crazy. Right. Um, Cam. He's 40. Jones. 40. Um, Nas. Um, Fab. Nas. Nas. Fab. Fab, Fab is 40? Yeah. Fab? He's gotta be. Uh, gotta be up there. E-40. E-40. <laughs> Snoop. Yeah, Snoop yeah, and Snoop, Dre. Snoop, Dre. Yeah. So pretty much all of our, and definitely every, uh, all, all of our 90s uh, all of our icons. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then definitely any rappers that came before them that are still Even active. Kanye's 40. Um. Look at that. So, See? and then any any anybody from the previous generation. So, obviously, you know, if they're uh, like a slick rig, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is what I was gonna Rick, say. Big Daddy Kane. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I was gonna bring up that EP&D. it's the first time that uh, <clears throat> we are having a lot of rappers uh, at being over forty, but from the '90s era, which is our era, you know, and quote unquote hip hop golden years. You know what I mean? Um, before that, 80s rappers, and you can even go back to the 70s, you know, they were already hitting those ages, like KRS-One, like you just said, um, mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane, um, mm-hmm. uh, Rakim, so on I, and so forth. I feel like you know? that generation didn't um, continue into their 40s as successfully as, as the generation after? Yeah, as our generation. Like as Nas and, and then. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I think I agree. once they Snoop reached a them. certain age <clears throat> and once the shift occurred where the new generation took over, they kind of became... Um, obsolete. I don't want to say irrelevant or obsolete. I never want to disrespect yeah. the legends. You know, they, they, they just were out of the limelight. And the technology was so, um, so infant that um, they couldn't really survive. 
the way well, an how, artist could now. I, I don't understand, like as far as with the technology being like infant, like because if if let's say um uh uh I don't know whatever big time rapper from the eighties uh-huh. that whose career was on the decline, so they're maybe no longer on a major, so now they're independent or on a on a lesser smaller label, mm-hmm. so now their distribution channel is lessened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. So as that as they continue to decline, their distribution or their reach um, is lessened. Is lessened, yeah, yeah, yeah. and back then that that was your limit. Right, right, right. So if you're already at the tail end of your career, and um, you can only reach this small amount of people because of, you know, just technological limitations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is different to now. Yeah, true, where yeah, yeah. that same artist, his reach, He's is infinite. potentially infinite. infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, no, I, I think, I think yeah, that's yeah, okay. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah I, I so understand what that you're factors right okay. into the difference in <coughs> potential <bad>. success <coughs> levels between gotcha. um, the two generations. But also, I think the quality of the music obviously also affects. Um, and when you say music, you mean all aspects of the music, like as far as production, writing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, flow, yeah, everything, all that. Every, everything of everything, like uh, content. Um, Oh, like I can almost guarantee you blow up. Right. Like I can almost guarantee you a Jay or a Nas album sonically is better than like the previous generation's same Best output. Album. Yeah, same from, uh same caliber. Uh, not even caliber, just like same output from that age range or or when they were equally that old, uh-huh. their albums oh, okay. I were see not what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cuz the music changed. Minus you know what I mean? And you still some shit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But L changed with the times, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. He was Mook, able to adapt. Uh, Mook brings up a good point. What did Mook say? I'm sorry, the, Mook. I didn't uh, hear you. What did you say, Mook? My bad. I, I said that L changed with the times. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So you were thinking the same thing. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, it, it's it's a good <laughs> argument because you could say a rapper like, I don't know, like maybe Rakim, who had like a, a pattern like, uh, you know, uh, you know, like he did on uh, Know the Ledge or Don't Sweat the Technique. And then he switched his style up a little bit when he dropped uh, the 18th letter. I don't know if y'all remember that album, but yeah, uh, old, I thought it was um, a real good album. How old do you think he was when he dropped that album? He might have been late 30s, early 40s when he did the 18th yeah. letter. Yeah. Let's find out. Um, if he was 40 or over, then that's a good example of a previous generation artist still doing his thing. Yeah, that, that maintained exactly. maintained like a good level of popularity and exposure. Because I remember when that album came out, it was it was it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have been that would that is actually a good a really good example of uh, the eighties artist still succeeding. But I think that was. Um, rare. It wasn't often yeah. that those same yeah. artists, because I think that album dropped in '98, if I'm not mistaken, um, '97 or '98. Yeah. I'm looking right now. So, other artists from his era weren't really succeeding. I don't think at that time, except for LL, who I think is is um, uh. I don't know. It's, LL's like the fucking anomaly because LL, you know, he yeah, he just continued to succeed. 
Um, he's a phenomenon. Yeah, like he would really <laughs> like evolve. He really evolved like with hip hop and was able to succeed. What well, did you say, Burns? Uh, time frames that the album came out in yeah. 90, 98, I think. All right, it came out right in, around ninety eight. Yeah, it came out in ninety seven. So that was ninety seven. That was twenty three years ago. And he was how old at the time? <clears throat> he's fifty one now. Let's so let's do the math. Fifty one minus twenty three. Let's see how fast you are. He was like twenty eight. No, thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. Twenty eight. Yeah. 28. 28. Oh no, he was still super young then. Yeah. So he. Yeah, he was super young. I know. So that doesn't count in this argument. Okay. Because he would have been forty in. Oh nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh nine. But in oh uh, nine, he wasn't really. Nah, well, he wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, I can't. The only thing I remember. I like assume that... he wasn't active too much in <clears> nine. <throat> I'll tell you the truth. The only thing I remember him, the last thing I remember him doing was the shit that he did with uh, KRS-One, Nas, uh, uh, Kanye. The classic? And the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The classic shit for yeah. the, the Air Force DJ One Premier. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and DJ yeah, Premier. Yeah, exactly. That's the last oh, thing I remember yeah. him doing. All right, so he's done it. And, and then he, he signed with Dre, though. <laughs> huh? Remember, he signed with Dr. Dre in like, the uh, early <laughs> yeah. 2000s. But, uh, yeah, he yeah. Did. And nothing really ever materialized out of that. Yeah. Yeah, he did like a track with, with some chick Truth Hurts that, that was signed under Dre. Yeah. And uh yeah, he was supposed to keep it going, but I don't know what exactly happened. Nothing like most people that I signed think, with yeah. Dre. Yeah, exactly. Um, to go back to the forty and over and Yeah, my bad younger hip hop <laughs> um discussion. 'Cause I think we I think we all kinda stand on the on the same side um when it comes to rappers over forty. As far as what, I could, what, I could be what's your stance? Um, I have no um, bias. No, I, def- I that's part of the problem. I think maybe I do have a bias, so oh, yeah. I, I have no ill towards them, and you know I enjoy what they're doing, and, oh, I, and I hope they continue to do it. Oh. Um, but is it be is it because they are? M- Tech, not not technically, you know, but they are artists of my generation. Yeah, yeah. So they're attached to certain memories and shit. Right. They're attached but, to your like basic like your being basically. No, fuck that. It's not that they're putting out good music. Okay. Cause even if like when a Nas would put out a subpar album, we acknowledge that. Even if um maybe later on we thought it was a better album. Okay. Or if yeah. Uh, Jay-Z's weaker albums We acknowledge them So it's not that they're putting out whack albums Because I don't think 444 was whack I like 444 I don't think Life is Life is Good was whack And I that think Niles was, was 40 uh, plus over there um, <clears throat> So it's not a bias They're putting out good music yeah. We just argued last week Of uh, pretty much what the best hip hop album of last year was And we were down to Jim and Cam yeah. Yep. You know, I forgot to mention too, I really enjoyed the uh Gibbs album, the Freddie Gibbs album. That was a really fucking good album. Yeah, I like that a, album. Yeah, he's a beast. You think he's forty? Freddie Gibbs is a beast. No, he's not forty plus. Huh. Oh, maybe Push. Push might be forty. Push is forty. You know? Push is forty, you see? Um yeah, yeah, so I don't think his 40, I don't, don't think um anyone should dismiss the rappers because they're forty plus. Right. 
That's what I, I mean. I, I, yeah, no, I think they're putting out quality music. Um, but that, that's what I mean. There, there's a lot of them that are still putting putting out quality music. But how about the ones that are not? Who's not? I'm trying to think. Who's a 40 year old rapper that shouldn't be rapping anymore? I know you guys didn't like Fat Joe's album, um, but I still think that he got material that needs to be put out. Though you know what I mean, regardless of what, what whether you guys feeling or not, whether something. Yeah. No, the one I, that I, dropped, was, oh, okay. with, with, it, with Dre. Yeah, it had a song or two I liked. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, oh, matter of fact, yeah, I think we spoke about this. The songs that I liked were cheat code songs because I liked them because of the sample. So regardless of yeah. who would have yeah. them, I would have liked them. Right, right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, maybe. Uh, but uh, Fat Joe said that's his last album and he's retiring. So let him retire. Um, I don't try to try to list. Or try to name a rapper forty plus who's putting out whack music. All right, you didn't like the Fab album. The summertime shootout. Three. I did not like the album, but there were again a couple songs on it I liked. There were really good songs on it actually. There was more than a couple actually. I would say. Yeah. It was like five. There was a couple songs on there. Yeah. So that don't count. I think yeah. he's putting out good music. I think Fab is still consistent. Yeah. Um, I think Nas' next album is going to be dope. I think if Jay drops another album, it'll be dope. Um, Obviously, Jimmy's last album was really good. He's supposed to drop another album soon. Cam's last <clears throat> album was good. Um, Cam's album was good. Yeah. What'd you think of Eminem's last album? Uh, what was the last album? Kamikaze? I think so. What What, what was it, Moog? Was that it, Moog? Kamikaze? I believe so. Yeah, I believe it was Kamikaze. All right, what y'all right. think? What y'all think? It was a it was an right Eminem album. Eminem is not a rapper that you want to. He he doesn't have heavy replay value. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think to me personally. Um, I w- you know his album you listen to it maybe like five times. Um, or this is me. Let me speak for myself. An Eminem album, I'll give it a good couple of listens when uh-huh. it first comes out. I don't think a year later I'm going to be listening to it like I may be listening to another album, like say a 444 or a Life is Good, where yeah. Life is Good maybe dropped... 2012. That's almost 10 years ago. Yeah. And that album is still dope and still getting played. Yeah. I don't think... I can't name an Eminem album that I'm still listening to now, heavy in rotation. Once in a while you might get that urge and play it, but I, I don't think he's... In any of our everyday playlists, right. that's crazy that you would say that, especially it being Eminem. You know, because but that's what I mean. He, his out, his previous albums, <laughs> we would listen to heavy, like, and we would go back and do listening and listen for his freestyles and things like that. Um, but I think he just, I don't know. I I think he's uh, uh, falls into that category where. He became a rapper that was over forty, and um, and and his style doesn't complement what he used to do anymore. You feel me? I, I, I don't right. know. I, and I, I think that's part of the out. problem why I, I don't think he has much replay value because as we as we've matured as men and as society and and as hip hop culture, I don't think um, listening to him. And his subject matter from his first couple of albums is um, as enjoyable as it was when we were wild, rebellious kids. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, don't, I don't necessarily yeah, want to go back true. and listen to um, the Slim Shady LP and him fucking killing Kim and his mom and shit. Like, I don't know. That shit is, is almost like like hokey now. Like, 
it's not what it used to be. You can't compare that to a reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where Reasonable Doubt is an album that you could go back and listen to now, every day, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Illmatic. Yeah, an Illmatic. <laughs> an album that you could just Purposive. play it over and over and over and over yeah. and, and fuck with it. And. It's not. I, yeah. I get what you mean. Like, it, it's. You're not, not going to do that with yeah. Slim Shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if anything, he would probably be, I guess, a good example of an. Of uh, a rapper over forty who's putting out less than uh less than favorite or maybe putting out a little subpar right. music. But okay. Okay. also he's Eminem, so you can never deny him and and he can still fucking rap. Yeah, true. Still um, yeah. I think weird... Buster Rhymes might might fall in that category too. I Who? I don't remember the last time he dropped the album. Who you Buster Rhymes. You know, oh. Buster Rhymes. Um I don't remember the last time he dropped the album or if he's still really active, but he's like one of those rappers where he had a niche, you know, and he was, you know, current with the times, but then his style doesn't really complement, you know, the progression, you know, kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. I totally you feel understand. what I'm trying to yeah. say? Even, even, well, it's funny because I would think he would be the one to be able to adapt to like newer shit. I was surprised when he didn't. When he did, yeah, yeah. I, I think he was too ahead of his time, is what it is. You think so? You know, and now when he tries to go back and do stuff like reasonable doubt and do stuff like you know, like we're saying, it, it's it's he wouldn't be able to um, come across how he would because Busta has you know his form of rap, the way that he raps is. You know, we it, it, it's, it's it's all contributes to how his song is formed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and his style was more for. It, it'd be funny to see him now, like older, like uh, trying to fucking trap, scream, and and blah blah, blah rah, rah, yeah. or shit. You feel me? Like it was, <laughs> I don't know. It's just the, the kids wouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the exactly. kids. All right, so that goes to the other question: Is yeah, hip hop is is hip hop a young man's, man's game? game? I believe so. More so, more so, yeah, than anything else, yeah. You, you, you think so hard? In, I, I don't necessarily think you have to be young to be a successful hip hop artist, but um, very few are older and successful to a certain extent. Like what I mean, like superstar status, where it's hard for you to go yeah. places and shit and. You know, you're, you're recognized a lot. You know, like, you're famous. You know what I mean? And you make a lot of money and shit. Um, you know I, mean? I disagree in the sense that um, there's different ways to look at it. What do you mean? Um, is hip-hop a young man's game in the success aspect? Yes, because yes. they changed it. They changed the rules now. Like, now success is viewed differently. I, no, I, I agree with you here. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that aspect. Right, I think hip-hop is a young man's game in success in that labels are more willing to invest in a younger artist. Um, a younger artist can build that young audience and mm -hmm. catch their attention, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's such a big it's, demographic it's much as well. that a small hit will bring you a lot of success. Yeah, because um, younger kids are not going to follow an old dude. Right, right, right. So I agree with you there. All right, go ahead. How about... Is hip hop a young man's game on a quality level? I would say no, because again, this would be because I'm more partial to artists of my era, and I would believe that 
the artists from my era produce the best quality work. Right. So exactly. Okay. <laughs> so yes, in one aspect. Yes. And no, in another aspect. Correct. I agree okay. with that. Okay. So uh -oh. we're two for two. What else you got? Um. Uh. That was really all. <laughs> I got something. I, I got something. Go ahead. I, bro. I got something for you. Because you ahead. weren't supposed um, to agree with both of them. That would have been the debate. <laughs> Fuck. It's not really but, a debate anymore, right? Go but, ahead. But go that on. goes back to where I said that I think we all stand on, on the, the same, same side in the argument. Go ahead, Mook. What were yeah. you gonna say though? I I got something controversial for you guys. Go ahead. Go. Um. So in my opinion. Hip hop used to belong to the youth, to those under forty, quote unquote. Now I feel like hip hop belongs to the creatives, and when I say the creatives, I mean rap rappers that got it and never let it go, and will never let it go. You know what I mean? Like who? Um, like a la LL Cool J. I think I just read that he just resigned to Def Jam and somebody uh there's a specific producer who's gonna fuck with his album. For real? Yes. I read that. And there you go. Like Oh my bad. This is a rapper that he was probably how old is LL, matter of fact. He's gotta be in his fifties. Hold on, let me look that up. Look that up real quick. Yeah, he's gotta be in his fifties, you know? And he's an actor. So it's not like he's really a rapper. Exactly. That's what I mean. But but what I'm trying to say is LL. Well, no, I don't think he's an actor. Since... He's a rapper. Yeah, he's an actor because he does. He's a CSI, rapper slash an actor. Yeah, but LL he is a yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't think he's. I don't. He's think... like Ice you know. Yeah, and like Ice T, like I think they're always. I think they will always consider themselves rappers. I think they'll always, at least to themselves, think that they got the fire sixteen left in them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, every yeah. rapper does. But, uh, I think um, right now is a good time for artists in the middle of the argument. So not over 40 um, and not technically considered young artists. Like 30, 30-year-olds? 30 yeah, like 30-ish um, so artists. artists. Um, who you got? Because I think it goes back to what Mook was just saying about um, – it being the time of the creatives. Uh -huh. um, and I think going back to something that we preach every episode, um, we live in that age where regardless of your age, you can pursue whatever your dream is and potentially see success. So if you decide you wake up tomorrow and you, you're 30 something and you decide, fuck it, I want to do this rap thing that I've been uh, nah, do dying to younger, do. Yeah. yeah you have a greater chance now yeah yeah of uh yeah exactly of of seeing of, at least of doing of success. it yeah exactly so i think exactly. it's a good time for so, them because i don't think there was ever a time where um labels were willing to invest in that uh age group of of an artist in hip-hop because i always find hip-hop to be the leading genre for um age discrimination yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly, I don't yeah. think oh, of course, in, of course. in rock, they, uh, you know, the fucking Rolling Stones will probably go, can go sign right now to whatever the rock version of Def Jam is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where in hip hop, the age, um, the aging of the artist is always 
Inquiry. frowned yeah. upon yeah, and yeah, looked yeah. down upon. Yeah, oh, how old are you old, nigga? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's all based on the content of the music, though, you know, because a rock and roll artist is going to do a, a song based on whatever it is. But, you know, a rapper at 40, 50 years old is talking about, you know, whatever it is, you know, in terms of like, so what if a 40, cred and, what if a you know, depending old, on the subject matter. What if a 40-year-old is still talking about being on the block, slicking rocks? Well, that's what I'm Holding trying to say. To that's why previously... <laughs> for the cops. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> why that's, previously that's the they didn't have that bars? success. <laughs> you heard? You heard? You heard? Yeah. yeah. If, 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 if whoever's bars that is... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What if that? What is it? That what is no, that? No, that person is not going to succeed. The artists that are succeeding are the ones who are lyrically um, the creative. No, what's you the, know maturing lyrically with their age. Um, yeah, talking about yeah. So their shit subject going on matter is now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> of a mature essence. And if they speak of um, street subject matter, it's in flashbacks. You know right. what I mean? Like I yeah. used to do this, and I used to yeah, do that. yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, so what. So yeah. why I mean, and I bring up the creatives. So for example, like a Nas, a Jay Z, uh, even a Jim Jones, who, yo, his album is fire. Like I give him so much props because this is a guy name? that I hated on continuously. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this guy's trying to be. He's trying to be Cameron, and he and he he's trying to you know. Uh, uh, capitalize on rapping when he's not a rapper, but he's proven to everyone that he actually is a rapper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and his his material that he put out on that last El Capo album is fire. Uh, uh, he's even doing what I was saying in terms of what uh, Fabulous is doing with the Summertime Shootout series, that he's dropping like hip-hop for us, you know? Kind of like, not really easy easy listening, but like more adult content hip-hop you know what i mean yeah 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 so those those are the artists i I think will um have the more success right because they are adapting to their age and allowing that to uh be the subject matter for their music as opposed to and the music is fire yeah as opposed to still trying to live that facade of being young and in in the streets per se you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. exactly exactly um a good topic of conversation that was discussed a little earlier before we started recording was um and this is uh excuse me i need to gather my thoughts <laughs> um the influence of the older gods on the younger gods uh-huh. um when it comes to music and appreciation of music and of elder artists um by the next generation mm-hmm. being the the responsibility is ours to teach the youth um, where the good, <laughs> where the good is in every aspect of life. Yeah, but, yeah of course. Uh, specifically in hip hop, um, yeah, yeah. we have to lead them. Uh, and I don't want to just say to like Biggie, Nas, and Jay Z. Yeah. Um, we have to lead them to the more. 
Ah, but then again, I don't know. Who the fuck are we to take that responsibility? Yeah, right? As the older gods, we you would have, have to. to show them, man. Yeah. Like, this is where this came from. Like, yeah. All right. Like, like for, for, for instance, uh, Griselda. You know, let's say somebody really likes Griselda. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of their shit was influenced. A lot of their shit that they do was very similar to what Wu Tang is do- was doing. Right. You understand? And what I I'm and I love Griselda. Yeah. By the way. You know what um, I'm saying? Yes. So correct. So it is up to us, the older gods. Right. 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 Um, right, right the right, elder. Right. Is it weird to y'all to be the older gods and the elder statesmen? I'll be honest. Hip hop. I don't know if you want to answer first, Mook. I don't want to like keep cutting you off and shit. Um, I just feel like the youth doesn't respect the opinions of the older gods, just like we might have not respected the older gods when we were coming up in our time. But I got something else I want to throw in the mix. Like, Go ahead. is it even hip hop nowadays? Like, are we like the music that's coming out now? Is it even hip hop? Yeah, yeah. We can't do that. We can't yeah. become the older hating gods. <laughs> it's I mean, hip hop. I'm, I'm not gonna it's, hate. It's just there. A lot of it. It's just their sound. sound like um, I, as I'm sure our hip hop didn't sound like hip hop to the generation before us. You know what I'm saying? Who was raised on uh, KRS and and Rakim and them, and their hip hop didn't sound like the generation <laughs> before them, who was on some disco shit. Exactly. Um, so yeah, this is their hip hop, whatever it is, the sing songy, um, the mumble shit, the fucking the melodic fucking the niggas uh, that rhyme off beat, which is the funniest shit to me. Oh, where, where, where? Um, uh, G Herbo. All their, whatever it is, their, <clears throat> their drill shit, their trap shit. Um, yeah, it's hip hop. It's just theirs. That's We can't hate on that. We can't relegate yeah, exactly. that to yeah. the back. Um, mm-hmm. But as you stated earlier, or as VS stated, um, it is our responsibility to teach the youth where that um, came from because none of that would be possible without the previous um, generation's input and influence. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And the um, ones even before absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Half the stuff exactly. they sampling, you know? Half That's the stuff they mean. sampling is sampling from hip-hop tracks that yeah. were from the 90s. Yeah, so mean. a lot of the more um, disrespectful youth, a lot of the less knowledgeable youth, mm-hmm. Um, are probably lacking the older gods to teach them uh, what's going on. So yeah. this is uh, a manifesto or, or a call to arms of uh, or for men and women um, over whatever whatever age, uh, 30 plus, fuck it, even 20 plus. If you can be an older god to a younger um a younger god mm. and teach them not only about hip hop but about life um and try to give them that exposure and that knowledge so that they can learn from your mistakes and not from their own um especially with what's going on in the world and all this crazy negativity um and we ain't even touch on like kidnappings and shit thank god cuz that's that's a hot subject um uh, take it upon yourself to show some love to the younger gods and uh, give them some knowledge. Give them some guidance, man. Yeah, give them Gu- some guidance. You got to water the seeds in order for them to grow. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> they gotta be with, willing to listen, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it starts in the house, I think. Um, Absolutely. And damn, you know what? I wish I had. There's a video circulating on Twitter right now of a dude with his kid, and he's he's quizzing the, oh, the young yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I had that and video. He, I, I, um, yeah, yeah, that video's dope. I retweeted that. Yeah, shit. the father. Yeah. Um, has educated his child. I retweeted in, that shit. In many righteous lessons and um, oh shit, it's just a really dope video, and I think that's the content and the um educating that needs to be more widespread and that's viral worthy content as opposed to the shit that that be getting a lot of the attention but um this shit let's take him to school one time oh, yeah, let, yeah. Let a little of that play right there knowledge is power and power is money and with no knowledge you had no power and with no power you had no money come on Malcolm X said, a man who stands for nothing. Who fall for anything. Come on. Wrong is wrong. No matter who does it or says it. Come on. I got one for you. The media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and the guilty innocent. And with that, they control. The minds of the masses. Come on. <laughs> What's self-hate? Hating yourself for your own people. Come on, my boy. See, um, so that's a good example boy? of lessons a self defense black political party um, shared. Led by so make sure y'all look that up on for all uh, on the Twitter, I think the, the, at the real VSP Come on, retweeted that. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, that lesson is on there. By the story. But that's just that that's off track to what we were discussing hip hop related uh um, still in a sense because it, <clears throat> it it is all hip hop related um as a culture yeah and being elder that responsibility is inevitable and yeah. should not be ignored exactly um rappers over 40 shout out to y'all yeah y'all um, still doing it Y'all still doing it, myself included, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I don't think I. I just want y'all to keep doing it. Fuck it. I. I look forward to the next Jay Z album. I look forward to the next Nas, Nas album. I look forward to the next Pusha album. Push. Uh, Cam and Jones. Um, I wish I could say E Forty, but his music. He, he's putting out subpar music. Right. Um, Snoop also has been putting out subparish music for a mm. while. Except he, he'll come through with a little catchy tune here and there, but for the most part, he's fucking up. Maybe he needs to get back with Dre, and they need to do a whole album together. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, Dre actually needs to do something. I don't know. Drop Detox. Put out. You saw he was artist. in. A, you saw he was in studio with uh uh YB and Corday. That yeah. would be dope. Yeah. If were to, I, I would like for Dre to sit and produce an album for an artist, whatever artist it may be. Yeah. I don't really care. But if he takes it from beginning to end, I think that might be dope. I think he I know he got to have shit in the vault um, Ooh, waiting Dre? to put out. I would like to see that. Um, who else? Yeezy. I wouldn't mind 50. I wouldn't mind 50. But if you went back to his old shit like you know uh get rich or die trying or even before that um guess who's back you know guess who's exact things like that like how do you stuff how do you feel about like the actual split of g-unit you know because like lloyd banks ain't fucking with g-unit no more and shit and i mean g-unit always been 50 yeah. anyway 
Huh? What'd you say? What'd you say, Mook? G Unit always been fifty cent anyway. You know, it just always all fifty cent most most um most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. like really uh, yeah. early two thousands was when it was like Lloyd Banks and Tony Ayo. You know? Yeah. Yeah, his um group always felt more like fifty cents fifty cent and G unit. Yeah, like right? it's me and these two dudes uh, behind yeah, me. Yeah, as opposed to like, uh, like uh, D Block, where they all were kind of yeah, equal partners, equal <laughs> or like a Dipset, where they were more, I don't know, more brotherhood. I guess I don't know. I don't know, but everybody I don't think knew I don't that, think that the G Unit Alliance. The... Yeah. Let me make a quick point. I don't think the G Unit Alliance was as as tight. as tight and as yeah. loyal and as honorable as the other as two. the other two. Yeah. But to speak yeah. on Dipset, and I want to save this because I want to do a G Unit versus Dipset. Okay, so uh, we're gonna episode. do that for sure. Yeah, we should do that next week. All right, um, but facts, let's get um, it done. Dipset, although Cam started as the leader and the uh, obviously the most talented, I think the other members basically the Golden Goose. Yeah, I think. After a while, Jim was neck and neck, and at a point surpassed Cam, and now uh, I think they're back neck and neck now. But that's an argument for another day. Um, right. Anything else on rappers over forty? Y'all want to uh, discuss? Um, you mentioned it, man. D Block. I, I know you guys have a bias kind of against them because it's been oh, serial. Oh shit! Yeah, hold that thought. Those I, are I, artists. I was thinking we should have had the fucking D Block Slaughterhouse argument when Mook was up here and we fucking didn't. And we yeah, we fucked it, it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's go okay. ahead. We we'll do it next time. <laughs> you word. What? What? <laughs> D Block. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, another, that's another group. Yeah. Yeah, they out there. Yeah, Forty and over. 40, still have a a, still a, a cult following. Still yeah. have um, obvious talent. Still put out quality music. Um, yeah. Tour, they tour. Yeah, touring. There's no debate on their legacy. Um, I'm surprised they weren't mentioned earlier. Um, I'm not surprised you mentioned them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we do still owe ourselves the same thing. With Slaughterhouse him. versus D Block episode debate because that is technically the birth or origin of this entire um, podcast experience. Yeah, exactly. It all started you know, with that. Uh, with that on the group chat. That, you know, no, that started in uh, when we went to visit Ben one time in oh, yeah, Uptown yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in a bodega. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you remember that, Mook? You was up here visiting, and I think we went to see Ben yeah. to see the his first baby was yeah it? it was his first baby yeah titty we went yeah. to titty we went to see titty where? and we went down and to we the bodega on the corner uh -huh. to get yeah. probably to get duchess yeah something. exactly because we were gonna go to the park yeah and that's where the uh slaughterhouse d block yeah, argument exactly. commenced <laughs> exactly and from there i can't believe you remember that <laughs> yeah for real i'm surprised you remember that wow <laughs> yeah 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 that's life event um <laughs> Yeah, but for sure. Uh, that's a, Now that you mentioned Slaughterhouse, another great uh, hip-hop artist that's still doing his thing, over 40, Royce the 5'9". Yeah. Royce. Yeah. Uh, Joel Royce. Ortiz, yeah. too, no? Or is he a little younger? Is, you think he's 40? Plus? I don't think he's 40. Let no. me look it up. Um, I doubt he's 40. His last album was pretty good. Royce's you, last you, album was pretty good. 
Do you know who was the group back in the day that kind of like was uh, around in the 80s and then came back and changed their sound uh, and kept it going that still would have been dope if they kept it going was EPMD. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they yeah, they're dope. They had kind of like separated and they came back, and yeah, you know, Eric Sermon always kept doing his thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he's still active um, uh, on the production. Jewels and his fake teeth yeah. are thirty-seven years old. Jewels <laughs> and no, the fake not teeth. Joel, um, Joel Ortiz. Oh, Joel Ortiz, Ortiz for real. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is talking about Jewel? I thought you said Jewel. <laughs> We're talking that. about <laughs> this fucking. Guy. Slaughterhouse, son. Yeah, bro. Who is still uh, better than D Block? Thirty-nine. Infinite, infinitely. Thirty-nine. All yeah. right, so he's almost there. Okay. He'll be forty in July. All right. All right. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it for this episode. Shout out to all these over forty and now over fifty. Did he just turn fifty? So yeah. Uh, Jigga. Jigga. Jigga just turned fifty. So now, LL. now, um, like y'all our, said, LL's rumored to drop another album. So there you yeah. go, another another one over fifty. And I album. definitely think Jay Z will drop another album. And I'm still waiting for Puff Daddy to drop. No, he way dropped out another too. album. Him and Beyonce dropped an album. The Carters, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was already well. He was almost fifty. So so he should he'll drop another album. Yeah, I'll still be checking five, for them. I'll still of be checking course. for them. You know? Of course, of course. Yeah. So shout out to all them. Yeah. Um, and anyone else who's still uh, creating, as uh, we said earlier. For sure. Shout out to y'all. Uh, what we got? Yo, it's a hot Sunday. Um, hot so be safe. <laughs> be safe out there. It's hot as fuck for January, which is weird. Yeah, global end, global yo, for real, warming. Hell no here. joke. The end of days, baby. It's like 90 degrees outside. Say your prayers, man. Shit. Yeah, so let's sign it off. Um, shout out, as usual, to Brother F, Straight Fuego Straight Fuego, baby. Um, Brother F. Um, shout out to the Breath, Breath Babies, Breath mm-hmm. Parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the Breath Babies that are all on their way in the next couple of months. Boop, boop, boop. They're going to drop like little storks. Yeah. Um, who else? <coughs> oh. Listeners, uh, uh-huh. Spotify, Spotify listeners, Apple Podcast, Podcast listeners, YouTube subscribers, leaving comments, feedback, SoundCloud. sharing, people checking Everybody. on the SoundCloud, uh, people supporting the socials. Um, shout out to all of y'all. Thank you. The Real VSOP, Twitter. The Real VSOP on Twitter, exclusive. Twitter's my favorite shit. I love um, Twitter. Twitter's the shit. Yeah, don't forget to follow the page, G-A-H-H-D Podcast. Mook, you're going to sign off? Yeah, go ahead, man. Word up. Um, Just shout out to everyone listening again. Uh, Welcome to 2020. Let's get it. It's a new decade, new year, new decade. Um, Time to uh, do things that you've had on the back burner. Get it done, you know, uh, before the end of time. <laughs> you know, it's true though. We and, need promise, uh, man. Shit, you right. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Nothing's <laughs> promised, man. As we all know, I yeah. just uh, I just put my cousin in the ground, and uh, it was the last thing that any of us expected. Um, I like to dedicate the show to you, Jihani. I love you so much. I'm gonna miss you forever. I'm gonna miss you talking shit to us, talking shit to me. And the worst thing is, I could just never hear from you ever again on like WhatsApp or, or texting me. 
but you know i'm I'm with you and I know you're with me in, in spirit always um and i'll I'll just end it with that holla back y'all beautiful all right b s hit him with the sign off yo v s o p you know l b e MDMA. Street name? Happy New Year to y'all. You know, we're here in 2020, like Mook said. New decade. So, uh, you know, do the shit right, man. Stop being a fucking lame. It's about time, man. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to hear excuses, man. We got to do shit. Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah. Burns, what so, you got? Oh, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Uh, All the breath babies. That are here Love y'all All the ones that are coming Love y'all Burns, What you got yeah. LBE baby That's LBE it. for life um, What yeah. you got Shout out to all of y'all Shout out to the breath Thank you for listening Episode 19 20 Uh 20 19, Nah 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 19 Move Say he got a new intro On this episode So shout right. out to that uh-huh. Um New outro we'll Crush it Remember to Carry yourself with honor Carry yourself with pride Honor up Um Somebody hit my music. Hey.